Hey, great day. So before we get into today's podcast episode, I have a huge announcement. We are bringing back the Abundant CEO Private Practice Bootcamp. This is a three-day virtual party that I'm inviting all mental health therapists that either want a private practice in the next six to 12 months, or you already have had a private practice, maybe for the last year, five years, or even over a decade, but you want to understand wealth and cash flow in your company. You want to learn how to show up as a CEO and work more on your business versus in your business. Maybe you want to assess the health and the wealth of your current or future private practice to really see if you're on the right path to increasing your revenue, to growing your practice, maybe to streams of income later, or maybe even a group practice. Bottom line is you will walk away from this three-day bootcamp clarifying and understanding your niche, understanding how to show up as an abundant CEO, and most importantly, assessing the health of what you believe is a profitable private practice. So head down to the show notes and go to the link drtk.com forward slash links and sign up for the bootcamp. I'll see you there. Now let's head into the podcast episode. Hey, my name is Dr. TK, and on this podcast show, we will uncover abundant tools to help you become the CEO of your business and your life. I am a mom and wife who merged my knowledge as a clinical psychologist and professor for over 20 years into building a multi-six-figure mental health business and seven-figure digital product business, serving others and doing what I love. Now, I believe that you can make a wildly abundant living unapologetically while also dreaming big, enjoying life, and making a huge impact in your community. This is the Therapist Deserve Abundance Podcast. Hey, 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 great day, and welcome back to the Therapist Deserve Abundance Podcast. This is Dr. TK. And so I'm really excited. Um, at the time of this recording, it is a Saturday um, afternoon, and I decided while my house is quiet that I would do a um, podcast episode related to something that has come up in our recent boot camp. And so I wanted to thank the clinician in our Telegram um, boot camp experience. That has been able to show up, ask questions, and also be very transparent about what their concerns are as it relates to business owners investing in themselves. And the words that the clinician chose to use, which is not the first time that I've heard it, but I really love when people are able to use a safe space to be able to really talk to us, to let us know what potentially is getting in the way of them you know, investing in something that they know or that they can see that would be a great ROI back on their investment. So the word burned, have you ever been burned by a coach, an individual or a program, whether it was a live coaching component or not? And first I want to define what I think some people are meaning by burned. And then we're going to go into the podcast episode today. So the context that I hear typically when people hear, oh, I've been burned, it's more than likely because the person invested in something. Hopefully they've done their research, which we'll talk about today. And then for whatever reason, that program's deliverables don't match what the person signed up for. What the program said, let's just say on an enrollment page, is not what they got when they logged into the portal. Or better yet, someone did not um, complete their end of the bargain. 
So I know what I can speak to for myself. I have different types of programs as a coach for therapists. I have memberships and I have long-term programs. None of my long-term programs have been abandoned in the middle of the program. However, I have seen it where some coaches decide that maybe the clientele they're attracting, maybe the clientele, they're not showing up the way that they would believe would be conducive of getting the results. Um, I've seen it where some coaches have shut down programs. However, when I talk to them about how they've been able to make that decision, it was mostly because the things that were happening in the program just was not a good match. And honestly, the clients weren't getting what they needed to get out of it. And the coach wasn't potentially showing up and being aligned. Okay. May not be the best idea, right? But at the end of the day, it was a good decision on both parts. I've also been in the position where I have shut down membership programs, but it's laid out all of my podcasts where I will typically shut down a program, not because I'm not in love with the product, but primarily my history has been 99.9% of the participants end up going into a higher tier program, such as our private practice academy or the mastermind, and they stop engaging in the membership to the point where my ascension model in my business works, which pretty much means that they started off at a lower offer, maybe have less access, and then they realize, okay, wait, I either need or desire, or I really want the other program because I need the result that I get in that other program. I want more access. I really want to talk about that topic. And this program doesn't meet the needs of where I'm going right now in this season. So I just want to go over there. And when we look at the data, it just seems like that has happened to us at least once that we have logistical information where we're like, you know what, we probably need to shut down this program. So it was more of a better decision. So that's where I can see how in two different ways, the first example would be somebody may feel like they're burned simply because the program does not deliver on what their guarantee was. And then the last two examples were more of the program maybe stopping or shutting down because nobody's winning at the end. That is completely different. So today I want to talk about three ways to get out of your own way and to get the help that you need. And we're going to talk about how can you start investing in coaching or mentorship or even an online course with no live access, similar to how you meet or have a desire to meet your soulmate. So um, I thought this would be a cool way to introduce this topic because I wrote a book um, with a lot of journal prompts. It was more of a workbook that helped couples, whether they were cohabitating in a long-term relationship or they were about to get married, or they were married. Those are the four categories of the people that this uh, book would work for. This book is readily available on Amazon. I'll see if I can find the link and um, put it in the show notes. But it was called Foundations, 12 Steps to a, um, you know, a, pretty much an abundant um, relationship. That wasn't the exact title, but you get me. And so I started thinking about that as it relates to how do you find the right coach? How do you find the right mentor? So I'm gonna break this up into three categories. One is how do you court the new coach or the program or mentor? Number two, we're going to talk about how do you set yourself up for realistic expectations? And number three, we're going to, of course, address the financial considerations um, in which in all of these, I'm going to give you some tips. And I'm also going to link up 
depending on the topic, how this relates to, for example, the programs that I'm in. And if you are considering joining any programs that I have, I would like you to use what I'm giving you today. So um, I see, for example, our academy program for private practice. It's a high ticketed offer. In the coaching industry, a high ticketed offer is anything over $999, so $1,000, okay? And so let's go into the first category, which is courting your new coach, um, courting your new program or online course. So one thing to consider is decide what you want and why you want it. So let's just look at Uh, For the sake of this podcast episode, just because it came out of a private practice bootcamp. But if the private practice doesn't apply to you, just apply it to any stream of income that you're focused on. Um, So decide what you want and why you want it. So to go a little bit deeper, where are you currently? So for example, if you are a therapist and you want to open up a private practice or you desire to grow the existing practice that you already opened, maybe build out the systems so that one day you can have additional streams of income, maybe a group practice. Where are you trying to go? You want to know the A and the B. The A is where are you now? The B is where are you trying to go? That is very imperative because you don't want to take on a coaching program and you're not even clear about what you want to get out of it. Another thing to think about in the courting phase is describe what you want. Can you actually sit down to yourself and describe what you want? Because again, as you are being presented with an offer, a program that you think is going to be a good match, what do you have to compare to? Kind of like your ideal soulmates, like traits list, right? So when you're meeting a partner, ideally you should have, this is my suggestion, you should have a desired list and a needs list. A desired list, not everything on that list is going to be checked off. Like, oh, I want a man that's like 6'9", because maybe you 6'1", right? That's desirable. But is it an actual need? Meaning, is it going to make or break your actual love ship? Like for me, a need is I want someone who knows how to talk on the phone and knows how to communicate because we're in a day and age where a lot of people heavily rely on text. And if that's the way that you start courting, Please don't expect this person to all of a sudden change when y'all become boyfriend and girlfriend saying, let's just talk on the phone because we don't live together. Like that may not be the case. They may not even know how to have a conversation depending on what generation they are, right? So can you describe what you want? Can you describe that if you have a certain, you know, desire for your business, can you see that program like that partner being able to fit into where you want to go. Like, does this person show up like as a soulmate? And you're like, I can definitely see myself with this person because so just like a coach or a mentor or online course, or even a $10 ebook download, can you see that thing helping you with where you want to go? Hope that that makes sense. Something else to consider in the courtship is determine how you will show up so that y'all can court each other accordingly together. Are you willing to do what the program outlines that can work for you, meaning can you show up like in DTA, log into the portal, do the lessons, even if you don't like courses or listen to them if you don't want to sit down in front of a computer. If you don't want to do that, can you at least download the accountability companion uh, private podcast that we have so that maybe that can motivate you to log into the course portal? If needed, can you download the workbook so that you can actually implement the work? And lastly, can you show up and ask questions? 
There's no way for the program that I created for you to actually utilize the things that we have given you if you don't even hear the information. I am very strict. I'm not going to reteach what is already self-paced for you in the portal. That will take us about six months for me to teach you everything in the portal in a very digestible way. It does not make sense, okay? So the last area that I'll cover in courtship is, can you make the decision to say yes and not create fear, but I'm talking about the acronym fear, false evidence appearing real, which means that you are creating, after you've seen this person as a good soulmate match as a coach or a program, right? You've started creating fear and it's coming from a place from a scared ego. In psychology, remember the ego is like, not the id where it's like a kid that depends on everybody to meet its needs, feed it and stuff like that. The ego is more of the person who's trying to figure out life and the ego is trying to be protective. However, there's a difference between the ego and the superego, also known as the higher self, right? You will know if you're making decisions. And for some of you, this will be the answer that you need right here to invest. You will know that it's your ego because let's just say you've come to all of the boot camp sessions or you've watched the replay. You may have went a little bit deeper with your research on me and you've checked out other YouTube videos, my podcast, or checked me out on social media. And you're like, you know what? I like her energy. I like that she's ethical. I like that she's made a lot of the mistakes and she shares her personal experiences. I like her authenticity, her transparency. But of course, I really like that she lays out the whole program. It's self-paced, ex- ex- you know, et cetera, right? I've laid it all out for you. And you, up until this point of even listening to this episode, you're like, oh my gosh, I've been waiting for somebody to even let me know that this help exists or I knew this help existed and I've been waiting for the right teacher to appear. But then all of a sudden, after I let you know either what the investment is to make for DTA, I let you know that the doors are closing for DTA for this round, whatever it is, all of a sudden you realize on that last day or maybe for the whole open enrollment, maybe one week period, You start realizing that you start talking yourself out of making the decision, but you were all in hell on day one of the boot camp, let alone day three or maybe a bonus day four or five, right? So you want to ask yourself, am I making the decision because my ego is scared? And remember, you should probably start having a conversation with your ego. Think about your ego as an adult, as the child version of you. The child version of you wants to protect you. So maybe instead of you operating out of fear, false evidence appearing real, Maybe you should start talking to your ego as a a younger version of you like, hey, it's going to be okay. Listen, I've done my due diligence. I've done my homework. I feel really good inside and logistically this person can meet my needs. I think we'll be okay. I know we'll be okay. Start talking y'all to your ego. Let them know you'll be okay because the whole goal of the ego is to protect you. But the ego will also operate out of fear because they don't know, just like a child, what's on the other side. The super ego, the higher self does. So this is how you could distinguish the two. The ego is sudden fear with no evidence to back it up. The super ego or higher self will not will, will tell you the decision is not right because the evidence that is in front of them shows you that You know, the lady just said you should be close to the licensing exam. You not even done with your hours. Probably not a good idea for you to take this program. To me, that's the higher self, right? 
That's for a student. The next version of the higher self is um, maybe you know yourself so well that you procrastinate. And this lady, meaning me, I'm not a procrastination coach. I'm not going to stop teaching you about private practice. I got some mindset stuff, but I can't be everything to everyone. Nobody can. Anybody who's selling you that story, you need to have your ego red flags up. So if you have the n- enough evidence to show that whatever information this person has decided to share with you about their program, and it doesn't match what you want, where you want to go, and you're not willing to show up to do those things, which I'm going to get into that in realistic expectations, then it's a no. But you have to decide, am I going to allow my ego or my higher self to make this decision? Okay, so that's all about courtship. Number two is realistic expectations. So what I want you to do at any time, if you are contemplating right now with investing in either my program or another program, or if I bring back live events at some point, I want you to go back to this episode, save it and use this as your guide to either check your ego and also make sure that you're making the right decision for the best version of you. So realistic expectations. First thing to consider is I love testimonials. That's why I put them on my enrollment page. We are unable sometimes due to schedule conflict to sometimes have some of our therapists show up to our live boot camps. In seasons, we can have a lot of them. And in some seasons, maybe none are available based off the time that I'm choosing for them to show up. But it doesn't mean I can't go survey them, which I do for every open enrollment period and say, hey, if we had students who wanted to join this program, what is something that you can tell them as to what you got out of the program that can help them see it from your perspective? What if you had a part-time private practice? What if somebody's on the fence about joining? What is something you would like to share from your personal experience? And then of course we get feedback forms all the time. So I don't make up testimonials. We ask them to make videos and then we publish them on YouTube and or on the enrollment page. And I also copy and paste what they say from feedback forms into our boot camps so that you're not just getting what I believe you can, you're can you getting out of the program or what you can get. You can hear from other people. So with testimonials, testimonials are super cool, but these are things that I want you to consider. Don't compare what they're sharing with you about their journey, because what happens is you'll hear the beginning, the middle, and the end, at least the way that our students talk about their journey in private practice. And sometimes what happens is it'll be like, oh my gosh, I connect with them. But then you're considering only where they're at right now. And you're like, I don't know if I can do all that. And you forgot that this person has shared with you, maybe not a long 20 minute version, but we do got YouTube videos about that, right? Of people going deeper in their journey with us on the podcast, the video podcast. Sometimes you're comparing where you are in your chapter one to someone else's chapter 10. Be very mindful of when you're doing that. Also, if you're looking into programs, try to actually ask if you don't see it, hey, where did people start in their journey before they were in your program? Because some programs I know they're only highlighting what happened after they got the help. But you're like, okay, I don't know if that person's relatable. So I can only say that my program, we intentionally say, if we're not interviewing them live, when you make this one minute, one minute and 30 second video, please highlight the following. How was your business before joining DTA? Meaning, tell us a little bit about yourself. Did you have a practice or not? What was it like? What struggles did you have, et cetera? 
Tell us what it was like in our community, in the course, in our Facebook community, on the coaching calls when you went. And then also the third, talk to us about where you are now, because I want people who are joining to see the whole picture. So that means that if you are considering the Academy at any point when you're listening to this episode, when you go to the enrollment page, when you go to our YouTube channel, please make sure to listen and watch those videos. We put them on the enrollment page, at least those because they're shorter versus a one hour interview and chit chat about private practice. Watch the ones on the enrollment page. They're there for you to see. Okay. So let's go a little bit deeper with realistic expectations. Um, Let's just be straight up. The program will not fix all of your problems in life and in business. The program will not also fix your past your present, and also your future. So what do I mean by that? You may need additional support. You may need a whole therapist to work on your baggage. Let's just say, I'm gonna use myself as an example. In my past marriage, I start taking on the role of being a very, very, very passive person. Now, I'm not saying that I'm not supposed to, like relationships don't, relationships don't do well with two passive people, two aggressive people. Some people need to fall back depending on what the conversation is about, but it should be to the point where y'all should be able to flip flop depending on somebody's strengths. Now, passive does not mean weak, right? But I did become weak, meaning I was not stepping up and, and saying how I really felt. I got quiet. I silenced myself. And this person did not ask me to do that. But because this person was very, not toxic, but like, well, toxic sometimes, but like not aggressive in the way where it was like harmful physically, it was more harmful emotionally. What I realized during the relationship, but especially after when I was out of it, I realized how much damage had actually been done, whether the person did it intentionally or not. Also taking full accountability for myself in terms of how I did not show up. Now, why am I sharing this with you? That took a toll on how I showed up at a job. That's why I went on a four-year hiatus and two-year of not even dating because I did not want to get into another relationship because I knew that I wanted to be married again, but I knew that I needed to clear my baggage. Now, how does this relate to coaching? Well, again, if you're saying you were burned, do you need to clear up some of that baggage? Also, to dig a little deeper, not meaning to do therapy, But you may realize that you've also been burned in personal relationships, friendships. I know I have. So as I may have been thinking that I was clearing up baggage for, let's just say, business setbacks, I realized that when I, I, um, you know, pull back a layer of like the onion, I realized, oh, wait, some of my issues are with trust with my ex-partner. But then if I pull back another layer, I may realize that, oh, wait, I got trust issues with so-and-so from my past as a child, as a teenager, as an adult, when I was in college with my roommate. You don't know until you do the inner work. So all I'm saying is if you are a therapist listening to this right now, if you have issues with finances, intimacy and relationships, parenting, communication, job, business stuff. I can't help you with all that. So please don't place expectations on a business coach, believing that if we fix one area in your business, magically everything else is supposed to be fixed. Life does not work like that. That's a whole podcast episode within itself. Let's keep going. Something else to think about in terms of realistic expectations is how bad do you really want the results in your business? 
whether it be tangible or intangible. Tangible would be you want to see the money in a bank. You want to see caseload numbers go up. Intangible would be you want time back. You want to be able to go on a vacation with your family, your friends, et cetera, right? So when you think about how really bad you want those results, you want to ask yourself, do you need to really be at every coaching call. And I say that because that's a, a barrier that some people will say. The whole program is a good match, but what you say, the coaching programs are on what day at what time? Nah, I can't make that. So, and I, I can't change my schedule right now. So I can't be in a program. I'm gonna wait until I can make my schedule become more flexible. But I want you to ask yourself, do you really believe that you need in all caps to be at every single coaching call in order for you to get out what you want to get out of this investment? Or can you actually tame yourself, get out of your own way and make a schedule for yourself to watch the replays? Because guess what? You can still show up to the kosher call and not take any action. So be accountable to yourself. Just like therapy, right? We, like a business coach and a client or a student, just like a therapist and a therapy client, you are co-creating the outcome whether you're live in person or not. What do we tell our therapy clients? 95% of the work in therapy actually happens when you leave the therapy session. So please don't think that because you missed session, all of a sudden you set back. That might be the case, but you got to look within. What did you not do to get the results? Because I've given you the tools. You got them. You probably hear my voice when you're not on a call or when you're not in the therapy session or when you're not in the live coaching call. So I'm going to flip that right back on you. Why are you not using the tools that I've given you even in the self-paced online course? Right. So if you need to move your schedule around and you can't do it right now, you're going to place your future abundance on hold for 90 days or six months or however, how much time you think you're going to need. Because I I think about that like the Amazon um, cart that you got full or wherever you shop. I'm going to go back and I'm going to get it. No, you're not. That's why you're getting them emails every week saying the price is fluctuating. You're going to get an email from me soon saying the price is fluctuating. I know some students who've seen that happen and they literally were like, dang, I knew it was a good match and I should have not been scared and I should have joined it. We've literally had people join our programs only because that price increase was the only thing that moved them. Sometimes you don't want to miss out on a great investment. And I'll tell you right now, anytime I go to any other industry and I break down what I'm giving in time, Systems I'm putting in place, communities I'm building accessible to support coaches that I provide, guest experts that come in that I provide at no additional cost, alumni access that I provide at no additional cost. (laughs) They literally have told me the amount that DTA is right now is like way underpriced. And sometimes you don't know that until you look at the ROI on the other side. Hands down, DTA could be a mastermind within itself. And for those of you who've done it, you know that. Hands down. If you only want to solo practice, DTA tag, you it. Whole program, business in a box, right? So I know with DTA, I'm very clear on what the program gives you. I also am very clear on what I don't give you. Like I'm not going to talk about digital products. I'm not going to talk about group practice. I'm not going to talk about you going out there hiring other therapists. I will give you the systems to build um, an operating system for an admin, a VA, social media manager for your solo private practice. But I also know the energy that it takes to teach someone how to hire multiple people. It's not the same to hire a therapist as it is to hire a admin for your back office. It's totally two different roles. 
So for therapists who come into DTA, I've had it trying to sneak in, or I'm not even gonna say sneak in, outright ask questions about group practice. I'm not answering them. If you want to know about that, you need to check out our mastermind or whatever I have for group practice. Okay. (laughs) So I just want to answer that straight up. Okay. So again, I don't teach what's in the portal. What my expectations, if you're a student is, and I'm very strict on this, I'm sorry. I want to weed out people who don't want structure. Let me be very clear because I believe a lot of business owners are missing structure, which is why you're not moving. I got to give you structure. How did you perform well in college? Because they gave you structure. They gave you a syllabus, right? So I'm not going to reteach everything I put in the portal, just like a college professor doesn't reteach everything you were supposed to read before you came to class today. Nah, we about to do an activity on what you said you were supposed to read, okay? So expectation, watch videos if they're given or listen to the lessons that you're provided. When you go into anybody's portal, especially ours, Write down questions as things come up for you. That is how you're going to get the biggest ROI for your business. Okay. Ask questions on the call. If you cannot make the call, no excuses. When questions come up for you, go to the Facebook community. I'm there, but there's way more people that can pour into you there than there will be for those who show up on the call. Right. Some people may say, If I don't get access to Dr. TK, meaning you can't come to the coaching calls, you can't do the lessons that your schedule permits, you don't, you know, you don't have time to do the workbooks. If you feel like in this season, you can't take advantage of every single last thing that we have. And then you don't want to make the investment, even though you know that it can give you what you need, even if you took 25% of what we gave you in the program and applied it and you'll see wins, right? You've become now a black or white thinker. To me, that also reminds me of a poverty mindset. If I can't have it all, I don't want none at all. So so because you can't come to the live calls, you can't watch the replay. Even if you don't want to watch the replay, you can't just do the lessons. The lessons itself is the 25%, if not more, that will give you a transformation. I want you to really think about how you're setting yourself up for failure because no program that you're going to join, no mentorship that you will get will meet your every single last needs. And sometimes less is more. I don't give you that whole portal with all those bonuses so that the expectation is that you will see them all. But my expectation is that at some point in your solo practice, you may need what we have to give. And everybody's in a different season. So when they ask the question, I will publish the material. But the expectation is not you go through all of the bonus past Q&As and watch them all. No, less is more. I want you to get what you need to get out of the lesson that you are on in the self-paced portal. Come to the coaching call or go to the Facebook group. Ask your question if needed and go implement. Go get that work done. Okay. I don't want you to be on Facebook every day. I don't want, I don't need you to talk to me every day. You actually don't need to talk to me every day. If that's your mindset, like I need to be able to have one-on-one access so I can talk to her every day. If that is your belief system, you will not be independent in your business, which means that you're going to always need somebody to tell you what to do. That's not a boss. That's not a CEO. Just like kids. At some point, we got to cut the extra umbilical cord, right? They need to learn how to live because if not, you're going to have your kid in your house for the rest of your life. Now, in this inflated world, granted, I may tell my kids like the Sean Greenleaf, look, stay stay here as long as you need. You know what I'm saying? Like you got a living room. I built you one. But that don't mean that I don't want them to be independent. 
Are you are you wanting me to enable you as a business owner? No, because in that case, you could have stayed at your job. Your nine to five enables you stay there. Okay. so also when we're still talking about realistic expectations, go use the syllabus. The syllabus is log in and get to know your program. Welcome to DTA. Next section, um, some bonuses. Unleash your inner boss. Get, get the mindset work done. Don't just try to skip to the course. Get your mind right. Third, blueprint. Next, reach. Automation. Niche. Delegation. Replays. That is all your focus should be in DTA. In that order. Welcome. Unleash your inner boss. And there's some work in the welcome, like um, an inventory of like where you are. We want you to fill out a form, a pre-assessment. But welcome to DTA. Here's how you navigate the portal. This is how you work your program. Here's your syllabus. Here's a coaching call schedule. Here's Unleash Your Inner Boss audio lessons that you can listen to while you're working out or taking a walk. And then let's get that work. Blueprint, reach, automation, niche, and delegation. That simple. Everything else is a bonus. Everything else is an elective. I need to start talking to y'all literally like we're in school because I know it's hard to co-switch, right? But at the end of the day, I'm very specific with what I will give you and what I will not. Okay, so um, use your syllabus in business. You know, you won't have a syllabus all the time, but that may mean you will have to become resourceful. Sometimes you may need something to do something else in your business, like um, go do some workshops in the community. Now, that may not be taught in DTA. But when you bring up the question, I may in the beginning point you to some bonuses that you have in DTA. But it doesn't mean I'm going to break down and coach you on that because, again, I know that I've coached people to build whole coaching programs, digital products, whole group practices, hiring three, five, six clinicians, hiring people, firing people, building our operating systems, hiring an operations manager, building out their um, onboarding system, building out a um, back office where their team can be trained automatically by the push of a button. That is not where I want your focus to be in DTA. I've given you the syllabus that I believe based off of my wins and other therapists who went through the system before you, I can see what they need and what will be an elective. If you want to over inundate yourself with information, go to YouTube, go down a rabbit hole. Okay. So I'm going to give you a simple syllabus. I want you also to understand that me as a coach, myself, I can't speak for everybody else. I can guarantee you with any program that I have, what you will get from the program. When you put in the work, I can guarantee you that I can show you what can happen in variations. But what I, Dr. TK, will not promise you is that you will get exactly the results that I got, who else, you know, what they got, that would be inappropriate because you don't know what other experience that other person has. You don't know what that person's why is. Their why may be way stronger where they're not letting up. They in grind mode. Your grind mode may look a little different. They willing, and I'm not saying this is the right thing, but they may choose to stay up an extra two hours a night because they at their nine to five job and they'll see on parent. You don't know that. So stop comparing your chapter one to somebody else's chapter 10. And that's why I don't, I said, I share testimonials, but I will not ever say, 
I can guarantee you when you come in this program, like I've seen some other therapists, private practice coaching doing, I can guarantee you that this system will give you a six figure practice. Nah, everybody show up different. <laughs> like I'm not doing it. Okay. So those are all realistic expectations. Last but not least, let's talk about finding a coach and mentor program like a soulmate. Cause let me just back up. When you set realistic expectations for how you are going to choose to show up in a relationship, the goal would be that you attract the people who also can show up on the same level, if not better. Same thing with a coach. Okay. So number three, financial consideration. And I know this is where some people are at. Okay. I want you to think about if you have a nine to five job. If you have any type of job, part-time, full-time, contractual job, but it's consistent, you should be all the time reviewing your personal finances. Because when you start opening up a business, your personal finances are going to fund your business in the beginning, unless you got somebody who's going to give you grant money or you got capital, but even with capital money, you got to pay it back. So you got to go and do the work, right? So these are some things to consider. Don't wait until the coaching program shows up to then have a desire to get help. Now, I know that sometimes it actually happens like that, where we know a lot of people who come through our boot camps, they have to come to another one like the second round in order for them to say, okay, now I know this exists. I need to get these things in order, but I'm ready. Literally, we will have a wait list full of people who came to the one or two boot camps before. But if you know right now you want a private practice, for example, why would you wait until I have a boot camp to then look at your finances to then decide if you want to join or not? Okay. Only one or two things are going to happen. Either you're going to join or the price going to go up later. I mean, you, you pick your battle. You know what I'm saying? But at the end of the day, like, you know where they going to go. Like, I don't, I don't do sales on the academy, right? So start investing also in some type of an abundance fund. It could be a high yield savings account. Ideally, something that's going to give you money back. But what I'm saying is start storing away at minimum 10 to 20% if you can. If you can't do 1%, it don't matter. Get in the habit of creating an investment fund. An investment fund. Put money aside and don't touch it. Say, when I'm ready to invest in my business, even if you already got one, say, when I need to upgrade my systems, I will have the money to do so. Okay? So get ready to invest. You know what I'm saying? Already living check to check, are we? If you're already living check to check, I want to let you know that you will drag that energy into your business. Okay. So I'm not a financial coach, but I know money. So what I'm going to share with you right now is just a little bit of things that I've learned from not being the best with money in the past. Okay. Not always making the right decision. I'm human. So learn how to balance your current finances, business and or personal, because if you don't get I want to paint a picture. Let's just say if you don't treat your personal finances with integrity, you late on your own personal bills, you don't even open up your bank account. What might happen is that you join a program, but you ain't right with money. You don't get the results that you desire to get for whatever reason. But the coach delivered what they said they were going to deliver if it's my program, right? And because you've placed certain expectations on yourself, to get a certain amount of money quickly because you in the hole, you in the hole. That's how you join the program, right? What people will tend to do is they will externalize the blame. I didn't get results in the 12 weeks that this program said it takes to get this out of the program. Let's be clear. I said, my guarantee was, I will give you the information so that you can learn how to build a profitable private practice 
operating system in 12 weeks. What do I mean by that? I'm not guaranteeing you that your private practice will be full in 12 weeks, but I know if you do what you're supposed to do in my system, you will be very damn close if not at that. But I cannot dictate variables such as you not marketing. I don't want to get on social media. Well, then you need to go to live events. I don't want to go to live events. Well, then you need to get on social media. I don't want to do it either. I don't have the energy for that. Well, you better get real good with asking for referrals. I cannot make people fall on your doorstep. That's not what coaching is. So if you place false expectations on yourself because you need to get out of your financial personal hole, that that's not going to be how you're going to get results long term in a coaching program. Okay, so be okay with not placing personal expectations on yourself and then turning around and blaming the program when they didn't deliver because you were not financially integral on your own. Okay, Um, next is what are you willing to do to get the results? So we're still talking about money. Think about your risk tolerance. Some people's risk tolerance is high and some of theirs is low, meaning some people will spend their last. So I'm going to say for me, when when you hear me talking about investments, don't try to be like me if you're not. Be like you, but make decisions from your higher self, not your ego. That's all I'm saying. So I know that in certain seasons, I'm not saying I will spend my last meeting my rent money my mortgage money when I owned a home. I'm not saying that. But what I will say is if I got this last $100 in this little account somewhere, I'm going to spend it on maybe Facebook ads or something, a coach, a coaching session. But the difference between me and a whole lot of people is that I have the mentality that I'm gonna get my money back no matter what. I will not ever put myself in a position where I cannot afford to live and feed me and my child, period. You know yourself, if you know you're a procrastinator, spending your last on our program DTA ain't gonna make you change like getting money. You need to come in already with the mentality, meaning I hope that you practice in it before you come into the program. So don't hear my story and think, oh man, I need to have that get it attitude properly, but you need to show up authentically to yourself. Okay, and lastly, what I want to share with related to financial uh, consideration is, do you believe um, that business will not happen overnight in terms of the blow up, just like a relationship? You meeting this person, I'm not saying you can't have love at first sight, but believe me, the iceberg, the bottom of the iceberg exists in relationships. You're not going to see all red flags at the beginning. But I also need you to know that all the red flags of like financing or the person's characteristics, some of those traits are dead in front of you, but you're choosing to ignore them. It cracks me up when somebody in a relationship say they just came this way. You know what I'm saying? When we when we got married, nah, like they showed you a little bit of that dog, you know what I'm saying? Like, before y'all met, they showed you they didn't respect boundaries they showed you they had a whole lot of female friends and y'all didn't even create boundaries around what that should or could look like they showed you that they put their friends first they showed you this but you just said well i'm gonna hang out with my girls versus sitting down and having a mature conversation so do you need to have a mature conversation with your money do you need to have a mature conversation with your expectations Do you need to have a mature conversation with your higher self versus your little ego? Because at the end of the day, if you're looking for help and the right teacher appears, the answer that should come out of your mouth is yes. 
When you choose to use the key to open up the other door and say, I'm just going to keep YouTubing it, then you're going to get YouTubing answers. If you choose to say, you know what? I actually got the money. I actually got a job and I can, I can reroute some of that money that I be spending on smart Starbucks and Chick-fil-A instead of me spending a hundred dollars a week or every other day on Chick-fil-A for my family. Maybe I could take just like one meal and get a client and make that client give me my ROI back. One client could pay for DTA. If you think about it, if you can charge or get an insurance panel to pay you at minimum, y'all a hundred dollars each week for a client. And granted that client comes weekly, at least for four weeks in a row. And you get at least one of those people to come for a year. You can be in a 12 month payment plan for DTA. What's the problem? Do the math. So let me recap. We talked about how investing in coaching is like meeting your soulmate. Court the program. Do your due diligence. Don't just say yes because... Like, for example, (laughs) don't just say yes because I'm black and you black. Don't just say yes because, oh, I like her because she's transparent. It doesn't matter if you ain't going to show up and do the work. Okay, so bet the program and make sure that it's the right fit based off of what you want and where you're going. Number two is realistic expectations. That is double sided. Look at what the program is going to guarantee you and look at what you're going to do to get what you need to get out of the guarantee. And then number three, financial consideration. If you already have a money problems, the the program ain't going to change you. But if you are making decisions from your ego, meaning out of a a very feared base, all of a sudden space, you need to really tap into your higher self. And that might mean you need to go and do some inner work. That might mean that DTA is not, not the right fit for you right now because I cannot be everything to everyone. So I really hoped that whether you are listening to this episode and we are opening up the doors for DTA right now or any other program that I have, or you've made listen to this in between open enrollment periods, I hope that you will be able to, I know that you will be able to take action from this podcast episode. So let me know if this podcast was as helpful as you thought it was going to be. I know I really had fun making this episode. I'm really happy that someone finally was able to say something so that I can say, ah, I've been wanting to talk about this for a long time, but I also like to drop information on my podcast from time to time when you're ready to receive it. All right. So if you're new to the podcast, please, I would be greatly appreciative if you could leave me a five-star review. Let me know what was your biggest takeaway. Also follow the podcast. Now, let me just say this. The more and more therapists that follow this podcast, the more and more therapists will find out about the podcast because we are, I am in an industry where therapists don't even know that this type of help exists very specific to um, things in mental health business. Okay. So I really appreciate your follow and your five-star review. I will see you in the next podcast episode. Until then, live abundantly. Bye. Fire me up. You just finished another epic episode of the Therapist Deserve Abundance podcast. Now, I know what you're thinking. That flew by way too fast. So if you want more, please head down to the show notes for additional abundant resources. And if you're looking for a new tribe of abundant therapists, just like yourself to connect with, connect with me on Instagram at Dr. TK Psych. Until the next episode, live abundantly.